Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning, 830 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keen, Economic Indicators, brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer, RIA, that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. A boatload of Economic Indicators out. Let's go to Vinny Del Judice, our captain for this cruise. Okay, Michael, let's look at retail sales. A surprise, a big surprise, an increase of 1.3% in April, top in Wall Street forecast. Now, if you exclude autos and gasoline, mind the gasoline prices have been back up, an increase of 0.6%, still respectable, still more than Wall Street forecast. Inflation, the producer price index up 0.2% in April. That followed a decline the prior month. Again, the headline, the big story, retail sales, April up 1.3%, topping forecast. Reversing a decline. At the Bloomberg First Word Desk, I'm Vinny Dell Judice. Let's go back to me. In my immediate dollar strength, yen weaker. I got a 109.18 on yen, DXY 94.49. Yield market doesn't move all that much, but definitely a lift feel off that revision well, as well. Something to look at. Um, the retail sales control group, which is the part that goes into yeah. GDP, everybody watches uh, the Cognoscenti watch up nine tenths. The forecast was for a four tenths rise. With a revision so improvement. Much better. With a revision yeah. improvement as well. Howard Davidovitz is the man. He studies the retailers, and he comes on Bloomberg, and he gives us <laughs> unvarnished opinions about how we're doing. Uh, Howard, many times you have come on, and as Tom said, you have suggested that retail is uh, in the crapper. But today, it doesn't look like it. Well, it sure looks like it when you go down company by company. I don't know what. Now, I mean, when you look at a company like Macy's and Collapse, Kohl's, Terrible, Nordstrom, bad, Walmart is bad. I mean, I don't know what you're looking at, but if you go down every Pacific Sun, we're in bankruptcy. I mean, if you go, I, I, sports authority went bust, a liquid day. When you go down all of the companies, find me a good one. I mean, <laughs> That's I your job. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, well, I, I can't find any. Uh, department stores were up three-tenths of a percent, and people were saying that was going to be the one area that was bad because of all these retailers you're talking about, uh, the general merchandise and, and department stores. Somebody's got to be making money if, well, if they the went up. Not, yeah, all the numbers are nuts. Look, it's impossible. If you go down every single department store, like every one of them, Sears, Nordstrom, Macy's, if you go Bonton, if you look at Dillard's, if you look at every department store in America, Kohl's, they're all bad. Now they say the numbers for department stores are up. Hello? I mean, they're nuts. Every department store, every department store is down. Everybody's closing stores. This is the reality. Okay. The reality, Howard, is beautiful things updated daily. Amazon is getting serious. Is this about economic slowdown or is Amazon finally clicked in? Well, it's a combination of everything. We're in a massive, we have, we're in a no growth economy. This we know. We're in a no growth economy. And there is no question that Amazon is the Walmart of today. We used to have the top 100 discounters, and Sam Walton killed every single one of them except Target. Mowed them down. 
Now we have Amazon, and they are going to mow down, and they are mowing down lots of people, and this is going to continue for 10 or 15 years. That's where we are now. Well, the uh, the big number outside of gasoline and cars was non-store retailers. It's a difficult number to parse because it includes uh, catalogs and door-to-door salesmen, uh, and it also separates out some of the retailers from their websites. But in it does suggest that people are buying. They're just not going to uh, bricks-and-mortar stores. Well, the people are buying. Let's – well, they, <laughs> I don't – Look, when the department stores report their sales, that includes online sales. Their biggest investment in the last five years has been in online sales. Nordstrom, Macy's, they've invested a fortune. They're doing online. The Gap is doing online sales. The Gap's numbers are terrible. So when these companies put out their sales, it includes everything. It includes their online. So every one of them are down, including their online. Howard, in the time that we've got left, and people have great esteem, we love your passion, your energy, but what people really like is your experience. You've been doing this for a few years. Mr. Lundgren has seen this before. He's enjoying a 55% drop in his share price. What is your prescription for the good house of Macy's? Well, I like Lundgren's prescription. Uh, he acquired Blue Mercury, the cosmetics business. That will help him build those shops in the stores, enhance productivity. He's, he's, he's very late to the off-price business. He's seven years late, but he finally started. Mm-hmm. So he's got backstage, and he's going to add those backstage departments in the stores. The, the, years ago, the bargain basement was the best part of the department store business. That back people are more economic now. That Backstage will work beautifully right. if he can execute it well. So he's got. He's also going to work on the real estate with partnerships, which is a smart way to do it. So he's got three or four major initiatives underway. They basically make sense right. to me. It's not going right. to happen tomorrow, but I think he's on track. Howard, 20 seconds left, unfortunately. Do they basically have to survive until back to school? Yeah, well, they're all going to survive. These companies are very well financed, have powerful balance sheets. They're the big ones will all survive. There's no doubt about it. Howard Davidovitz, thank you so much. Mike, that's great. Can we get Mike, can we get him on for a whole hour? Yes. Well, there's so many stories. Howard, Jeez, we can't, that all the time? That would, that would be hilarious. Very good. Seriously there, uh, Howard Davidovitz with good perspective. And, we, you know, obviously with the New York, it's great to go down Fifth Avenue and there's Howard Davidovitz walking down the street, <laughs> checking out stores. We're going to come back and link this retail challenge into your cell phone. That would be the world of Michael Nathanson and Craig Moffat. We are honored to have Moffat Nathanson uh, with us today. You've heard them talk about clicks, talk a little bit about Disney and TV. Coming back, we'll look at your cell phone into the next two, three, and four years. This hour of surveillance brought to you by Westchester Subaru. Visit westchestersubaru.com. Here's Michael Barr with News Headlines. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. Bernie Sanders is not budging from his vow to stay in the race until the end of the presidential primary season. Some Democratic Party leaders are concerned as presumptive Republican nominee Donald Trump begins to take tentative fence-mending steps 
Democratic leaders are increasing the pressure on Sanders to end his campaign and allow Hillary Clinton to fully pivot to the general election. The Islamic State group has now claimed responsibility for an attack on a coffee shop north of Baghdad that has killed at least 13 people. People flying into Phoenix Airport yesterday had a luggage nightmare. A luggage screening malfunction held up more than 3,000 pieces of checked luggage. In other words, travelers were in Phoenix while their luggage was trucked to another airport to be screened and flown separately from the passengers. They're still trying to sort it out. Phoenix Sky Harbor spokesperson Julie Rodriguez had some advice for people traveling to weddings or graduations. Make sure that you carry with you what you need for that special occasion. If you're going to wear a certain outfit, bring it with you on the plane. Don't put it in your check luggage. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. Thanks a lot. I'm Michael Barr. <laughs> All right, Michael, thank you. Time now for the Land Rover Parsippany Bloomberg NBC Sports Update with John Stashauer, who has all the sports on the plane in his carry-on. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Bartolo Colon did not hit a home run this time. Instead, he served one up to Yasmani Grandal with two on in the first inning. Dodgers scored four in the first, went on to win five to nothing thanks to Clayton Kershaw all the way on a three-hitter, 13 strikeouts. Yankees clearly playing better, 7-3 over Kansas City. They hit three homers to back Nathan Navaldi, the bullpen, four scoreless innings of relief, allowing just one hit. So five and two on the homestand. They scored 31 runs in the last four wins. Joe Girardi's encouraged. You know, we went through some tough times, there's no doubt about it. But we've seen to pull out of it, and, you know, we have a tough series coming up. The White Sox, they've been playing extremely well, and we need to stay at it. Still in last place. Still seven games behind Baltimore and Boston, who both have won five in a row. NBA playoffs, Oklahoma City took care of San Antonio, 113-99. This was over by halftime, and the Thunder win the series in an upset. OKC, 12 fewer wins during the regular season. They lost game one of the series by 32 points, but they won Four of five after that, and they move on to play Golden State in the West Finals starting Monday. Question now for the Spurs was last night the final game for 40-year-old Tim Duncan. He says he has not decided about retirement. NHL, another one-sided game seven in the West. San Jose over Nashville, five to nothing to move on to play St. Louis in the West Finals. With the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update, I'm John Stashan. John, thanks so much. We've got to look at a data check here off good retail sales, good revision, curve flattening. We were at 103 basis points early this week. We flattened out two-year yield higher, 10-year yield relatively weaker, 97 down to 96 basis points. Uh, that's an important uh, moment. Uh, dollar strengthening, Michael, as well. You know what this is? This is exactly what John Farrell was talking about with me earlier today, that with no theme in the markets, any bit of data, changes people's minds. Uh, We came in this morning, it was doom and gloom and things are terrible, and then uh, we get this report and now uh, we're seeing markets. In a big swing in gold as well, down $10 off the call, now negative 5 for the day, 12.66 per ounce. We are with Craig Moffat and Michael Nathanson, thrilled to have both of them in our studio. We talk media, we talk digital, where you can make money in those stocks. Next. The Sports Report was brought to you by Land Rover Parsippany. The spring sales event is happening now. Visit LandRoverParsippany.com. Land Rover, above and beyond.